Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman here with you on a Sunday evening. We are glad that you have joined us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcast from. We appreciate everybody tuning in, especially our great service men and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. My wife went to Strange Brew today. She used that gift card. One of our lovely, loyal listeners was glad enough, to, nice enough to give me. And uh, I don't know. I know you're not a sweet guy. John. I, John, I know you're not a sweet guy. I know this. But I think I may have had the thing that would have turned you today. Because you're you like when you do get sweets, you like the chocolate peanut butter thing, right? Oh, I love chocolate peanut butter stuff. They yeah. had the Reese's Brownie. It was brownie, peanut butter, brownie, like a sandwich, with Reese's cups and oh. Reese's pieces on top. You know, if I had a genie that uh-huh. would come down and say, Joel, you can have three wishes. One of them would be One genius. of them would be, eat what you want, no, like caloric intake would happen. Well, I, mean, I guess you need enough for your, you, you know, activities I, of daily You just don't living. gain any weight. You don't, yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. There are no ill health health effects. Yes. So, I mean, because you'd be like, well, I don't gain weight, but your cholesterol is 800. You don't yeah. want that either. Yeah. I mean, that may be that would have been further the- up there than even, like, pay off the, you know, g- give me give me a bunch of money kind of thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Just, you know. I mean, you get three wishes. and, and I would drink 50 Cokes a day if I could do that. I, I would literally never not have one in my hand. Just I would just there would, you'd come to my house and there'd be like a pallet of Coca Cola yeah. out front. I'd go from Diet Mountain Dew to regular. Ooh. <laughs> Living buddy, dangerously. Buddy. Well, no need to live dangerously. Just head over to uh, Strange Brew Coffee House and get you, if they have a Reese's brownie, tell them you want one. Just to, just take my word for that. Maybe divide it amongst a family of four. It's quite rich. But beyond that, it's really really good. So give them a, give them a call. Don't give them a call. Go by and see them. Highway 12 and University Drive at Strange Brew Coffee House. Our good friends over at College Corner. They're just gluttons for punishment, I guess. They don't they don't want to stop this sale because you guys are taking advantage of it and we appreciate that. So why don't you uh, keep doing it? Why don't you go ahead and if you've done one, you need to do another. You got yourself a shirt, now get somebody else a shirt. And you can do it by saving a lot of money. Just go to collegecornerstore.com and search for gift card in the search bar there. 30% off that purchase. So $100 in gift card is a $70 purchase. Guys, you know, I like to make a lot of jokes when we do these things. I try to have some fun with our, our sponsors, but this is no joke. This is this is the best deal imaginable. You know, They are giving it away. $33 on every $100 purchase, basically. You can't beat that. So give them a look at collegecornerstore.com or go buy, you know, if you want to go buy, once you have the card in hand, you want to go shop in person, two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in uh, Flowood over by the Half Shell. And you can go and take a look at all the great merchandise they have, not just clothes, but stuff for tailgating, for home gating, whatever it is you want to do, make your house look like the house of the world's biggest Bulldog fan. They can help you at College corner <clears throat> our good friends at advantage business systems want you to check out what they can do for you they want to help you they've been helping mississippians for over 45 years look working in this state 
great relationship up here with Mississippi State. They've helped the, they've helped the Bulldogs. Now they want to help you. So give them a call today. Find out what they can do to improve the, the technology around your office, improve your hardware, your software, whatever can make your job more efficient. Advantage Business Systems has a solution for you. So call them at 888-844-833-6245 or visit them online at absms.com. Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. I hope to God it's the last time we talk about this issue. I'm glad it's, it, it seems to have gone the right way. Say what you want about me and my politics. I don't care. But by God, especially on Sports Talk Mississippi, let this be the end. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. One last time. One more into the breach, Joel Coleman. The state flag, it's coming down. She's a coming. Uh, there will be a new state flag. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong on, on this. The, the current state flag will be retired. Uh, a new state flag, there will be a committee of nine people, yes. three nominated by the governor, three yes. nominated by the lieutenant governor, yes. three nominated by the Speaker of the House. Yes. I some I humbly submit Joel and I as potential candidates. Uh, I'm just telling you, if we do that, your Paps Place flag has yeah. a chance. we got 66% of the vote. Yeah. In God we trust. And In we God we rob, trust. We don't, rob, we don't you. rob you. We, we fill your belly. Dude, that is, that's the state of Mississippi in two sentences right there. <laughs> I mean, we like to go to church. I'm not saying we're I'm good Christian saying. people, and we like to eat. I mean, I just I just summed it up right that there. That would unite Mississippians. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna lie. Uh, that will be voted. They will present all the options to the legislature. The legislature will pick the top two, basically. I think September the 14th, I believe. They'll is pick two. When 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 this four? when this gets on the ballot, uh-huh. there will be one flag. And it's like it or not. Like, yes. It's like it or don't like it, learn to and, love and it. If they, and if if it's not a majority, a majority has to like the new flag. Um, and if they do, it will eventually, right. you know, it'll be the state flag. If a, you know, not a majority likes it and votes against it. They go then back they to the can, drawing board. Yes. It kind of gets there, kicked on down the road. There will be road. no state flag until a... Uh, a majority is met. And and I was listening to all these proceedings today, so if anybody hears my voice say this, and you're like, nope, you're wrong, please correct me, but I'm almost certain I'm right. It would kind of kick the can down the road, and it wouldn't be until, like, next November, like November 2021, before we got a new design and voted right. on a new flag. So it would just... And then if you vote that one down, I think it just kind of the can goes on getting in kicked down the road until finally there's one that gets a majority. Again, we have a chance with the Paps Place flag if this continues. You no, know, Robbie, we right. just fill your belly and God we trust. Catfish. I'm just saying. I mean, put it whatever. A catfish colors. is a big figure in this state, not only from a, uh, a Eaton perspective, but we had the whole, you know, Annalisa Presley thing. So it, it fits. <laughs> ties everyone together. <laughs> it ties. It brings us all together. That's what a flag's supposed to unify. <laughs> so I am told. Uh... So that's happening, which, uh, you know, in a, a sports world means that you can see postseason play in Starkville, Mississippi next year. Yeah. I don't, a lot of statements obviously came out on Sunday night. I've been driving back. You know, this I literally was sitting in the parking lot of my church as, as this vote was being cast, and it ended like right at six p.m. and I ran in. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, from six p.m. on, I've either been at church or, or speaking or driving. So I don't know, but the NCAA has not released any kind of statement. We have not got anything yet, from the NCAA. Right. The, I know, the SEC I know, has, yeah. Of course, the SEC never released anything more than a we would consider, consider. sanctions kind of thing. Not sanctions, but you, you see what I'm getting at. Yeah, I, it's it's Sunday at. at you know, six o'clock or it's almost eight o'clock now as we're recording. 
I mean, they'll get to work tomorrow, I would imagine. Yeah. And even if they – here's the thing, though. They don't really need no, to release a statement. Because their original statement says, we will not hold the uh, events in any state that has the Confederate flag. And, or whatever their, their terminology. Yeah, I know people displayed are, prominently. I know, I know people are screaming, what about Georgia? Don't care. Uh, so they don't have to issue a new statement because now Mississippi's flag doesn't contain that yeah. and will not contain that. Yeah, that's, that's, another part, that's another part of the, uh, the ruling, the law to pass today, is that it cannot contain a Confederate battle flag emblem. Yeah. So it seems pretty, pretty cut and dry. The NCAA might just say, I mean, our, statement is, our statement reads what it reads. You know, you got a Confederate battle flag, you gotta, you're, you're not in. Yeah. So. And then, of course, we can't, you know, do this without talking about Kylan Hill. Now, first off, these Ole Miss fans, the, the grapes, they're so sour. I'm sorry. All right. I'm sorry that a Mississippi State athlete stood up and picked up a ton of positive national attention for him. I really am sorry. And some heat, too, now. He, don't, took, he, he took a ton he of took heat. heat. Now he's taking praise, yeah. all right? And to the point where we almost had the Kylan Hill bill. Literally. Which, which would have been the craziest thing I could possibly imagine. Poor, uh, You know, it, it was – I was watching that when it happened. She was calling him, uh, like, Keelan. Oh, yeah, well. Yeah, but anyway. You get it. We, everyone would have eventually realized it was Kyle. Yeah. But. What, a, what a roller coaster Kylan Hill has had basically since the Egg Bowl. Had a fantastic Egg Bowl. Gets hurt in the bowl game and can't, you know, really play. Uh, decides he's going to go pro. Decides he's going to come back. Uh, and, you know, his coaching, to have the coaching change. This guy has had some roller coaster moments uh, throughout it all. But now he has made himself into more. What, what, what does Razak Gul say? It's like when you make yourself more than a man, you become a symbol. Yeah. Something like that, right? He has become a symbol. He is now the guy that you point to when somebody says athletes should stick to sports. Point to Kylan Hill and say that athlete used his platform and pushed for change and got it. Yeah. I wrote a column and posted it on – I actually wrote it before the bill came through because I assumed that it was going to pass, although it's dangerous to assume, but that this was the greatest carry he will forever have in, in his career no matter where it takes him. Because he put all that pressure on his back. I mean, it, if this bill had not passed, then he was going to face the pressure of, are you really going to stick to your word? Yeah. Are you not? Uh, he, he faced the pressure of... Because look, I mean, it's not even an elephant in the room. There's, there's a lot of folks that probably are perturbed that this went through. Uh, he, he took that heat. All you got to do is look on Facebook to see what some of the folks have said about Kylan Hill. He took heat from every direction. Um and yet, I really believe, as I wrote in my column, cowbellcorner.com, if you'd like to read that. Uh, Dot com. <laughs> I, he, if you had to pick one person that pushed this over the edge a little bit, because mm-hmm. all the stuff that's happened the last seven days, it started. For, well, the NCAA kind of started it with, hey, you're not going to have postseason events, or, what, or the SEC and NCAA both said that. Mm-hmm. And then the heat really picked up after his tweet on Monday. He almost kind of was the one that helped hop over the goal line and get this done. Uh, well, I, now, it was followed up by lots of other stuff, too. But if you had to pick just one person that really started pushing this forward, wouldn't you say it was Kylan Hill? And he kind of the... Here's what I would say. And a lot of people were like, oh, he doesn't deserve all this credit. All right. 
water boils at 212 degrees Fahrenheit, right? Mm-hmm. So it's got to build up all the way to that, right? Yeah. And at 211, it's still not boiling. Kylan Hill was the last degree. <laughs> you just summed that up perfectly. He was the one who took it from it's it's hot to it's boiling. It's going to boil over. The bubbles were a you were bubbling. It was, the bubbles were coming up, but it started boiling when Kylan Hill's te- tweet his yeah. tweet his tweet hit the pa- <laughs> hit the pan. All right, yeah. hit the, once that happened, it started boiling over, and they knew they had to do something. <clears throat> so, this is a guy now who has a doesn't really even matter what he does this year. And I'll go ahead and tell you that if he stays healthy, he's going to have an incredible year. Yeah. But it doesn't matter anymore, you know? And and think about, you know, in today's society and in the NFL and what it's become today, I mean, right now he's a guy that as a rookie next year will command respect in locker rooms because people are going to know that's the guy who stood up in Mississippi and, and, and affected change. You talk about, I mean, how much respect is that guy, is Kylan Hill going to get first day in the NFL? No, 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 more than any other rookie probably ever will have. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm speaking a little bit in hyperbole, obviously, but, I mean, I have to think that way. You know how gutsy that move was by Kylan Hill? Yeah, he could have just sat it out. Well, he, he could have just sat it out, and also, there were other tweets of support, like, hey, we got your back, brother, or whatever. How many college athletes are in this state? I don't know how many there are, but it's, what, in the thousands? Yeah, it's got to be, yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. To my knowledge, no one else said, I'm not playing. Yeah. yeah. There, now, other people said, we got your back, or, I, yeah. you know, what, good for you, or give you, you know, emoji. Said, nobody said, if this doesn't happen, I'm, I'm with I, Kylan Hill. I will sit out the season. Yeah, nobody else said it. Yeah. He put that on himself. He did. And I, and I know, I know, I know, I know, there's somebody saying he wouldn't have really sat out. As I was saying a while ago, we'll never know, because we he was that final degree, and it got done. Yeah. And, you know, he is going to forever – be remembered for that. Yeah, he, he he went from being people like oh Kylan Hill, yeah, good good running back from Mississippi State too. He made he became a leg he has a legacy now. Yeah, and I heard so many. I think I include this in the column too. Here I'm giving my column away, but I heard so many folks too, and, and read comments of like, well, he didn't have any problem playing under the flag for the first two or three. That is such a illogical argument right. because it is like. Being a running back, running straight into a defensive line yeah. without an offensive line in front of it, it would have done no good. Right. It was at a point where he could be that final degree, right? And he was. Society was at the point where it was ready to change. Yeah. And and beyond that, and I've said this before, like everybody's got something they put up with. Your job, your wife, your kids. And I'm not saying you should abandon your kids, by the way. But I'm just saying everybody's got a point where there's like, I'm not going to take this anymore. Yeah. You know, I could I, if we came on the air every day. And I just sat here and insulted you mercilessly for an hour. You might take it for a couple of days. And then by the third day, you're like, you know what? If you don't stop, I'm going to quit. That's the same thing. Kylan Hill reached his breaking point. And he reached it at the time when it mattered the most. So he, you know, whether you want to or not, he's getting the credit. Yeah. What, what do I always say? Perception is reality? Yeah. The perception is Kylan Hill did this. Yeah. I do think, and you may disagree with this statement, I do think eventually the flag was coming down, even if he didn't tweet what he tweeted. Agree. But, man, but, he, I think that was a humongous brick in getting it done this yeah. week. Yeah. yeah. Mike Leach knew he needed to show up and support his player. Because if he didn't, he was not. He was going to be like, oh, well, what do we do now? So, yeah. So yeah, that's how it is. So, you know, obviously 
And I tell you what, I'm super happy that uh going to have a chance to see some more regionals and NCAA tournaments. Yeah, and yeah I mean, who breathed the, the, the biggest sigh of relief in this state? Chris Lamonis, Nikki McCray-Penson, Mike Bianco, Scott Barry, Samantha Ricketts. Samantha Ricketts, yeah. yeah. All of those coaches. Yeah, I don't know who the – I don't know the softball coach at Ole Miss. I'm sorry. Um, but those coaches tonight know that – I think it's a relatively new one. It is. She, yeah, she was just hired this past year. Um, but they know now that – their multi-million dollar stadiums aren't going to sit empty yeah. in May and June. Anymore. Yeah, and, and and if you want to include some other happy folks in that, it's like the the Starkville. I was going to say Chamber of Commerce, but that's the people that make money because you don't host a read. You know, I mean, a regionals. I think Ross Dillinger, my Sports Illustrated cohort, said it was something like three million dollars or so that got brought in maybe the last regional in Starkville or something, it was millions of dollars. Yeah. Uh, that was money that was no longer going to be able to come. And now that money, assuming you have a good baseball team or women's basketball team or what have yeah. you, that, that money can now still keep coming uh, to your local economies. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, you don't have to worry about any other, other far-reaching consequences. It's over now. It's yeah. over now. We can yeah. all move forward. And will there be something else? Probably. Probably. But and and I agree with the people who are saying, well, it doesn't you know it doesn't change anything. You got to change people. I agree with that. Yeah. You know, there's still gonna be. We're not gonna wake up tomorrow and oh, we cured racism. That's not going to happen. Uh huh. But you have to start somewhere. And I'm willing to start at the state flag because it just wasn't that big a deal to me, and I don't think it's that big a deal across this uh this, this state, obviously. Well, changing that flag. Look, I'll probably hate it on for saying it, but changing that flag doesn't change anybody's way of life, you know, right. as far as, like, are you going to sleep any differently regardless of what hangs above the state capitol? I would guess probably no. not. Uh, it was such an easy thing to do, is what I'm getting at. It was such an easy thing to do that was the right thing to do. And there, there, I, I, there's a lot of legislators that uh, are going to take heat from local constituents that didn't want it to change and whatnot, and, and this is going to be something that even though the flags change, there's still going to be some division in the state because some folks want to keep it, whatever. But at the end of the day, I, I don't... I just... I, I felt in my heart this entire time that this was absolutely the right thing to do. I kind of felt that way years ago, but uh, I, I think that Kylan Hill to kind of, I guess, bring this thing full circle. Got it, you know... Other folks and other things pushed it to the goal line, and he, he kind of helped take it that last inch. And what a legacy he's going to leave behind. And yeah, hopefully, you know, this moment is a step forward for Mississippi. And let's see what happens now. See you all at Duty Noble for a regional next spring. And yep. before that, maybe NCAA tournament. I believe we will see them at the home. No yeah. question about that. All right. Moving from a from a new flag to something else that's new. All right, new Cruton song. That's good stuff there. Theodore Knox, Teddy Knox. I'm not sure which one he wants to go by. Uh, has committed to Mississippi State. Four-star receiver out of the Woodlands, Texas, the Woodlands High School, five foot ten, one sixty-seven, a speedster by the uh, the strictest definition of the word. 
Uh, one uh, transferred to the Woodlands as a high school junior, as a sophomore, finished second in the state of Louisiana in the 100 and 200. Uh, he brings speed. You look at MSU's, you know, four-star receivers they got a couple years back: Devontae Jason and Malik Heath and Stephen Gidry. More of the bigger possession style receivers, built in that Deronia Wilson kind of mold. This guy is about run after the catch, speed, speed, speed. When your Twitter handle is fastest guy in Texas or whatever it is, yeah, you, you must be fast because yeah. there's a lot of folks in Texas. Yeah, and uh, no, Mike Leach. This does several things. Keeps that Lone Star pipeline going a little bit yeah. here. Yeah, Three. third third guy out of Texas. Yeah, and probably won't be the last one. Um, and as the hardest thing to do when you want to start getting elite receivers or elite anything mm-hmm. is to kind of get the first ones. Yeah, and that's helps to have a reputation. That's a darn good uh, piece of that puzzle to, to keep you know getting folks in, and we'll have to see the air raid in action. But mm-hmm. kind of like Steve Spurrier told me in an interview with him back a few weeks ago. Once they get Mississippi State folks with Mississippi State helmets doing these things, it yeah. gets a whole lot easier to get more of them kind of deal. So Here's a fun game to play. Let's say Teddy Knox comes to Mississippi State as a true freshman and is really good. doesn't start, but he plays a lot. And then he's starting as a sophomore, junior, senior, right? Mm-hmm. Over, under. You ready? Yeah. 350 career catches. Woo! 350? Yeah. Wow. I think 350 might be a little high. Let's I was going to say under, but... Let's go 250. Ooh, let's see. That's so a little bit, about 63 s- catches a year. 62 catches a year. 250, because he could get... I mean, if he is a superstar, again, I'll say over. Well, here's the thing. Again, Washington State's eighth leading receiver last year would have had 40 catches. Yeah. So he just has to be pretty good to average 60 a year, doesn't he? Yeah. Think about what yeah. that what I'm just saying there. This kid right here could be the whole if if it's a lot of ifs, but if he's as good as his recruiting profile says he is and his offer sheet says he is, you're taught you you just signed the guy who could be your all time leading receiver by the end of his college career. Yeah. In every category. But I guess too, while his profile is, you know, what the second highest rated recruit, I think Robertson's a little Robertson bit. Robertson is ahead him. of him, yeah. Um but by that same token, like Brandon Buckhalter or somebody could also yeah. do the same thing. No, you you're know? not wrong. I mean, look at the, the offer sheet. I mean, these, and these are real offers. I mean, they got the extra coach. When when I see the uh, the name of the coach who's recruiting them, that's how I feel like I know it's a real offer. Yeah. Like if it just says Alabama and it says yes, I don't know. But if it's got his name by it, got Pete Golding's name. Okay, Alabama, Arizona State, Arkansas, Baylor, Colorado, Houston, uh, Louisville, Ole Miss, uh, Tennessee, Texas, Texas Tech, Utah. I mean, those are legitimate offers. So. You know, this is sort of the new normal for Mississippi State. They're going to, you know, at least for the first couple of years, they're going to get guys like this because a, they people, Mike Leach has the reputation, and b, they know state needs receivers. Uh, you look at the, you look at some uh, stuff on twenty four seven. Four star receiver Malik Neighbors from Louisiana. Everybody's expecting him to soon jump on the MSU train. Now, obviously, he's from Louisiana, so if LSU comes calling, that's a worry. But that's going to be two four star receivers in one class. You, I mean, you're. you're you're, you're bringing in the right players. Now, this class, first and foremost, if what you have to like about it is that, you know, right now your average star rating is .8739. I know it's it's 41st in the country and 10th in the SEC right now, but your average star rating is basically right there where you were a season ago when you finished in the top 30. 
Yeah. So it's a bit, you're going to end up there if you just keep signing, you know, the same kind of players. And you thought we just we mentioned four star receiver, uh, uh, Malik Neighbors. He would bring this class ranking up a little bit. And there's a few other guys here and there. But the whole worry about Mike Leach and recruiting so far, it feels like it was, you know, not real. It was, it was just something that we sort of came up with, I guess. Yeah. Um, now, you know, there's some problems in this class. There's, there's no defensive lineman committed. That said, the state of Mississippi this year doesn't have a any elite defensive lineman. You know, it's just the, the thing about this state and, you know, Fletcher Cox and Josh Boyd, Jeff Simmons, uh, Chris Jones, uh, Caleb Ewells, P.J. Jones, and then from the JUCO ranks, Danico Autry, Pennell McPhee, Montez Sweat, they all came from Mississippi. There's not a lot of those guys this year in the state. So you're going to have to go out of the state to find a few of them. And I think you get Ty Cooper out of Louisville, obviously. Um, but by and large, you know, this is going to be a pretty typical MSU recruiting class, which will mean it's probably the highest-rated recruiting class Mike Leach might have ever signed. Yeah. And, you know, that, that to me is a good sign because he's won so much with less talent. If you're going to get more talent now, he's going to put himself in a good position. Yeah. And as always, the counter to that argument, though, mm-hmm. is everybody else that he's now in the league with is recruiting right. better than that. For the most part, well, I, I mean, 10th out of 14 at the moment, but you get what I'm saying. Well, but that's. You're that's, always going to be battling uphill to the Alabama's LSU's. You offers. were doing that under Mullen. Yeah. You were doing that under Moorhead. It's just the way that it is. You, you know, but now you feel like you've got a scheme in place. That allows you to, hey, we don't have the talent, but we can we can attack them this yeah. way. Yeah. So that's that's good stuff. That on any State. given Saturday, we might be able to outpunch yeah. them. Yeah. We, we, yeah. That, that, and that's what this is. This is the Moorhead and Mullen system was not designed to outpunch Alabama. It was designed to sort of you know hope that they made mistakes and that you could take advantage of them. Mike Leach goes in there swinging. Yeah. You know. Now he, he might swing over your head, you duck, and then you hit him yeah. in the jaw, and down he goes. Yeah. But by the way, I had a so you know YouTube puts a. Suggested videos up for you. Yeah. So I had a suggested video. It was a uh, NCAA sim- simulation of MSU versus Kentucky for this season. Oh, okay. I was like, I'll just watch. I'll just fast forward to the end. So State won forty-one thirty-one, and I'll, they they put KJ Costello's st- stat line up there. He was forty-two of sixty for three hundred eighty-seven yards and five touchdowns, which was cool enough, I guess. But he also rushed for one hundred and twelve yards. I was like, if that happens in any game, I promise State wins by more than 10. He had like a 70-yard touchdown run where the computer glitched. He like They took him down, but he never hit the ground, and he spun up off of it and ran for 60 yards. I was like, what is happening? I, I, I thought that was hilarious. But 42 of 60 is going to be a stat line I, get, I bet we see this year, more than once. That's only completing just about 68%. Which is, you know, for a Mike Leach offense, you're right on the money. Yeah, and I think that's 65. right around KJ's uh, like career completion percentage yeah. too. I think it's exactly around 65. Yeah, 65. Yeah. So there you go. What a uh, what a tre- tremendous uh, commitment for Mississippi State. Going to be interesting to see how you know, they still need to get. I think maybe three more receivers. It's and it's I, I think we've brought this up before. It's so funny to me that we talk so much when Moorhead was here about the in-state recruiting class and how you had all these top-notch receivers in the state. And now State may only get one of them in Burkhalter. You know, Jacoby Moore is the guy I think they could, that is, he's just down the list a little bit. They're not in it for Brevard. Deion Smith looks like he's locked in with LSU. They're not uh, in it with Harmon either. Are I they? don't think they're really in it with Harmon. I think he'll end up at Ole Miss. And you know, a year ago, I was like, ah, oh, State needs to get three of those guys. And now they may not get any, but they may end up getting comparable players, which is just insane to me. So, all right. So, State's class, like I said, 41st nationally, 10th in the nation. Um, 
But on a per average rating of player, you're, you're looking at about what it was. Last year it was eight seven five one. This year it's eight seven three nine. If I add Malik neighbors to this, it would it would probably be right there. So. Good stuff for, for Mike Leach. He's definitely proven some people wrong on, on the recruiting trail. One last thing before we go, and I could use a cold beer, to be totally honest with you, after this past couple weeks. But maybe able to have that a little sooner than we think in Starkville. A, a lost in the shuffle of everything else happening today, and obviously for good reasons. The legislature uh, granted Mississippi State and Southern Mississippi resort status, meaning that the sale of alcohol. I know a lot of people have sort of held to the idea that the state couldn't sell alcohol because it didn't have resort status, although USM did it last year. So I don't think that was as big a hang-up as some people were saying it was. But I think that puts into motion – I don't think it's going to be this year. I still too, too much going on. There's just too I mean, much, yeah. <laughs> you, you, I, you can be forgiven for not even considering it. But 2021 season, you might – I think the, the, the things are in place now to possibly see cold beer being sold at Davis Wade Stadium. Yeah. Uh, Will they have it in the press box? That is my concern. Um, because I, I know, am mech ready for it. That's going to be another one of the. I, I don't want them to do it this year, just because, man, there's too much fussing and fighting going on already. Like, yeah. let, let's let's save that battle for another day. Gosh, man, because that's going to be another polarizing issue for for a lot of folks. But uh, we'll see. I mean, I do think it eventually happens. Um, but I, I can't see it happening this year, just for the sheer fact of. I mean, don't even know if you're going to have anybody. Or how many folks you're going to have in the stands? Um, so I, I can't see anything major like that happening. I, I, I'm trying to remember the last time I, I guess last time I talked to Cohen about this was around Christmas time, mm-hmm. and uh, when I was with the Starful Daily, and did a Q and A, and we kind of talked about some of this then. And I want to say that he, this was obviously pre-pandemic and everything. Um, already didn't think it was going to happen for the coming season. So I can't imagine yeah. that would have it's, changed. It's, it's not happening this year. It's just not. I, I, I we'll can't see what see. happens next yeah. year. So. All right. That's Monday's show. Tomorrow's show, John Hale from the Louisville Courier-Journal will join us. He'll preview Mississippi State-Kentucky with us. Now that game is the, you know, that's the Alabama window, what used to be the Alabama game every year. It's now a, tri- a trip to Kentucky. So Joel and I are looking forward to freezing. Can't be any colder than it was in Fayetteville that year. That don't tempt, don't tempt fate, all right? Yeah. It could easily be colder. <laughs> all right? It can be. So don't do not do that. Uh, so we'll talk to them. We've got a Florida preview this week on the SEC previews. Uh, plus, whatever else. I, I have gotten in the line. I'm in the queue to talk to Kylan Hill. We'll see how that goes. If yeah, we me get him too. On. Yeah. <laughs> if you're way ahead of me, let's go. Let's, let's join forces, shall we? Let's do it. Knock out two birds with one stone. Uh, beyond that, have a great rest of your Sunday and a great Monday morning. Back with you on Tuesday for Joel T. Coleman. Woo. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.